0: Welcome back to Cornetto Minute. The Soon to Be Daily Podcast where we will analyze and celebrate Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez, assistant manager. <laughs> and uh and and joining us from the Mogwai Minute, we've got uh, George and Neil. Welcome. Hi guys, thanks I love for you. having us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Neil, I you am I am I mistaken, Nick? Is Neil our first uh our first Brit? On on Cornetto Minute, absolutely.
1: Okay. Hey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you got that on Representing. Honor. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the the Brit who is not currently living anywhere near England. Uh, yeah, exactly. No.
2: He's Former colony. By like birth, but not by uh, <laughs> geographic location. <laughs> right. right exactly. once, you, once you're British, you're always British. It's fine. But
1: yeah. It's just it's so a spirit
3: fair. of
2: expansion. <laughs> you guys keep trying to tell us that, but we don't take to that. <laughs>
4: We we expanded and now we're contracting, but I, <laughs> oh, okay. I, uh, I decided to stay. It's nice here. I right. mean, I'm, I'm in Hong Kong for the listeners who don't know. Uh, I'm over on the other side of the world.
0: Yeah. That's um, so today uh, we will be discussing Chaos, which is the fifth episode <laughs> of Spaced Series One. And one, this is uh, sort of a loose uh, second part to uh, the the. Uh, part one of uh last week, um, uh, battles. And uh, well, but what's interesting is that like Nick and I were talking about it, um, when we were talking about the last episode, we had a lot of uh, actually criticism of the fourth episode, um, because it mm. wasn't really about a whole lot. Um, and the, yeah, and the dog and the dog storyline didn't really seem to go anywhere was one of one of Nick's big criticisms. Um, and I think this is where it goes, Nick. I think it's, yeah. it's this, epi- this entire episode is the, dog, the rest of the dog storyline. It mm-hmm. goes into a caper film. Yeah. Um, and not just a caper film, uh, basically a remake of the, of the uh, Star Wars trilogy. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
4: there, there are so many movie references in, yes. this, uh, in this episode. Oh, but yeah. Can I just ask you guys before, um, before we kind of get started – so, like, let me ask Nick first. Nick, have you watched the whole of both series?
3: Yes, I I have, but it has been almost ten years at this point. It it, it was back when the right. uh, it was first made available to America, as it were.
4: And for the purposes of this show, are you just you you're watching as you go along as you record? You haven't gone ahead and
3: I okay if I'm not mistaken. I think it's. I have not, but I believe Scott has.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right. I well, I watch spaced just about annually because I treat. <laughs> I, I well, because I treat each season as basically just like a you know like a like a three hour Edgar Wright movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I, I watch it I watch it just about annually. Uh, so watching it this time, um, you know, it was probably the first time in like nine months or something since I'd watched it last. But right. yeah, it, I, I watch it quite often. My my DVD box set is uh, a little beat up for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: well loved. Well loved.
1: That's
2: good. And George, same question. I mean, I, I haven't seen second season, I've only seen the first season. Although I'm notoriously bad about doing that with (laughs) any series I get started with. I never finish it. I always get started and I'm like, this is great. And then, you know, I get to the the first one. I never really get started with the second one or I get about halfway through the second one or I still haven't finished Breaking Bad.
0: (laughs) What? Breaking Bad, there's a lot more to that than this. True, but I got about... You've got lots of excuses for Breaking Bad. There's no (laughs) excuse for not finishing Spaced.
3: It's so interesting that you say that. I specifically remember... Watching the first season of Breaking Bad, which is significantly shorter than than any of the others, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. being like, that was amazing, and then putting it down for like a year.
2: Yeah, you just sort of like get out of it, and then you just forget to go back.
3: Yeah, and and <laughs> then like after that, I, I owned season two. I bought them both at the same time, but and then mm. a year later, I was like, I should probably – get this going again and then then i <laughs> fell in love with it and then it was like my favorite show when
2: it was and on. i'm bad about never finishing video games oh you know yeah. I'll, I'll get it started oh, and i'll sure. get it, like most of the way through like skyrim i think i got to the last dragon and i'm like eh, i'll get well, to mo- it and yeah. i just i
1: just well, lost movies- it dragon
2: it's a long way to just go <laughs>
3: <laughs> well movies aren't trying to get you to not see the end of them
2: yeah like <laughs>
4: that's like, Skyme is fighting against you in yeah, these like, I'm like, much like, better about <laughs> finishing.
2: I don't stop a movie halfway. If I start a movie, even if it's like the first 5 minutes or I'll catch it within the first 20. I'll oh sure I'll watch this and I'll put it down and watch it. But TV shows, they seem so segmented. It's easier for me to disconnect.
3: I think space mm-hmm. for me is a thing that a lot of sitcoms have or a lot of cartoons have for me where I've seen two episodes of space like 50 times and uh-huh. some of them right. only, and some of them only once.
1: Gotcha.
3: Mm-hmm. i've seen the, the you know, first, the first two shift.
0: episodes
3: there's
2: a yeah. tonal shift between them. i've seen some of the second season and there's like just enough of a tonal shift to where i keep wanting it to be the first season and it's yeah it's not there and it's hard for me to know, connect sometimes
0: yeah that's fair i'm using a lot of uh, hand no. gestures
2: as i'm talking with all this talking and you can't say any <laughs> of that, but it's there just know that I'm, it's flavor text i can see it george i've got a camera set up in, oh uh, you're such a creepy <laughs> bastard
0: <laughs> what about what about you, Neil? When was the last time you'd seen it?
4: Uh, I hadn't gone back to, to the series for a few years. Uh, actually, not since moving out to Hong Kong six years ago, because uh, it, it was something that was far more readily available in the UK. Uh, it was kind of repeated from time to time on Channel 4 and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't seen it for six years or so. Uh, and then, you know, when we, were, we, we started talking about coming on the show, uh, I just clicked onto iTunes and there it was, so... Just bought the two series and gave it a good run through. Oh, nice. Uh and then con- then then went back to watch the first uh first five and then obviously this one a couple of times uh to prep for the show.
0: Oh, nice.
1: But no, um, I was
4: curious so the reason for the question was I was I was very curious as to uh as to how accessible this is now and has been, you know, since it since the late nineties. What what year was this? Ninety nine. Ninety nine, yeah. two thousand. Mm-hmm. Was this accessible? Did you guys have this at that time, or did it take a while to get across the pond?
0: No, it didn't. It didn't get to us until after Hot Fuzz. Um, okay. Yeah, so it, yeah, w- it would have been Edgar like Wright. two.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it would have been sometime like you know late two thousand seven, early two thousand eight, before we would have gotten uh, the American version of this because it was it was also after this, the um, the the uh, American remake. Uh, that they made and never and never got picked up, like the pilot oh, they that they made. That didn't yeah, get picked they did that. did that with
2: uh uh coupling, and it, it just was
0: I, awful. Yeah, well, well mm. coupling actually got picked up. It was actually it, did, it actually it was aired. Still awful. Um, oh yeah, I no, it know was that, terrible. I, honestly,
2: I had no idea they made a space version. Uh, in me neither.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's really um, it's uh, it was it's, a McGee production yeah with a Mick G production you can find Ooh. it on um, yeah. you can find clips of it on uh, YouTube and it's it's just it's really uh, yeah no no thanks yeah it's really really <laughs> not good um, instead of instead of being into instead of being into weapons um, uh, Nick Frost character Mike who is played by will Sasso in the oh. American remake uh, is obsessed with bowling instead of weaponry oh my god yeah bowling because is the in, in america Cachet, the, is in america the obsession
3: <laughs> with guns is just sort of assumed with every, every right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah it's not it's not special uh it's like it was
1: with mike
4: <laughs> so 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 scott is a is a big edgar wright fan mm-hmm. what did you what did you think when this kind of you know two series of this show landed on your doorstep <sighs>
0: It was – It was. uh, I I mean, I loved it. Um, It definitely took me a while to sort of like figure it out. I think Art, the third episode, was the first one that I – you know, watching it through the first time where I was like, oh, okay, I understand this. Because the first two episodes are a little nebulous um, Mm -hmm. as far as uh, plot. You know, they don't adhere to like a normal structure of a show. Because
2: they're they're like, oh, well, we're doing this whole thing where we're trying to pull one over on a landlady. And and there wasn't like that – weird secondary arc they always go on like like the crux mm-hmm. of it like the crazy stuff right. that's where like the really the homages and their movie references come in it was right. just more like a standard sitcom like you know 3 company type thing
0: right right mm. um and so like as as it went along like i i loved it and by by the end of Series 1 I I absolutely loved it. And then Series 2 started and and I I dipped a little cuz that Matrix episode. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to covering that one because um <laughs> I have a lot of negative things to say about that episode. Um you like the and all the Matrix stuff. Yeah, all the Matrix stuff in it. Um but yeah, no, I I really loved it and I and I was using it as sort of a Gage for Scott Pilgrim which hadn't been released yet mm, but I, right. I loved the comic and it was about a lot of 20 somethings living in like you know run down houses and just like doing stuff and I, and then I like found out he did a show about a bunch of 20 somethings living in you know characters that are, e- characters characters are weirdly <laughs>
3: equal parts privileged and impoverished
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah nah. they have that weird balance
1: yeah. of like
2: which yeah. where are you coming from mm-hmm Okay, so, so this, um, is, this is a safe space. Yeah. I need to I need to confess something. Okay, um, having mm-hmm. I didn't get into this until like it had been around for a while, and I had heard the name Spaced. and I you know like oh Simon Pegg's in that's cool. So, so I was I had convinced myself without much research that they are actually in space.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, every so, single guest we've had has so had that I exact same thing. I remember watching the
2: first episode, thinking, oh is. Ooh, okay, so are they going to... Because they had some weird thing about the closet. I'm like, oh, so is that like some dimensional thing where they go through and they find out they're on a space station? What's up with that? And so I kept waiting for them to get into it, space. And after sort of about be, the third episode, when I realized, oh, oh they're not, I'm like, oh, it's more it of a you, space it, thing. It oh, took okay. you
4: three episodes to realize these guys
2: are not going to space. Neil,
0: <laughs> it's the it opposite can of in the of Have
2: you not seen the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy? Hey. Wait, hey, you spaced?
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? The if it, when they did the Life on Mars remake, have you heard about how that ended? The the no. American remake of Life on Mars. No. The Was American remake no. of Life on Mars, cuz you know the plot of Life on Mars, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so so it's a guy who like he goes into a coma, he wakes up in the 70s, he's like a cop in the 70s. So they remade that here and it ended know. Uh, Yeah, and it ended Mm. after the first season, and in the final episode, because they knew they'd been canceled, they they had him wake up from his coma. But turns out he wasn't in a coma either. He was actually he's actually an astronaut on the first. The first mission to Mars, and he was in like a sleeping thing, like a oh my god, yeah, a (laughs) cryo sleep. And him and all these other people wake up, and they were all the other all the other Uh, police people. That's
1: hats off to that.
0: It was like, it was like the Wizard of Oz and that no one could figure out if that's how, if that was the intention or if that was just the producers giving a big middle finger to NBC, (laughs) like nobody (laughs) could figure it out. But it was, it was like one of the worst endings to anything I'd ever seen.
4: Um, that's bonkers.
0: So, anyway, the point is, George mm. wasn't that, could, might not have been that far off. It's always possible that space could just show up in the third reel
1: somewhere. Well, here's yeah, the thing. Um, At
2: some point, I mean, <laughs> when I finally came to the conclusion that this was not, in fact, about being on a space station, I was disappointed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
0: I was like, I want to see them actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I'll watch wait. them
2: about their apartment too. That's fine. But I was really looking forward to them being. <laughs> You know, like a, you know, some weird British special effect oriented Doctor Who like space station. Did you you think when they had the party and she was putting tinfoil around everywhere, did you think that maybe that was the space station? I mean, (laughs) it could, you know, you never know. You never know. I kept looking out for it. Oh, man.
0: Um, So, so uh, we're talking about chaos. Um, George, you specifically requested this episode. Uh, And you said you had a reason for that, like a specific reason for this that you wouldn't tell me ahead of time. So why, why this episode? It's a caper film. I love
2: caper films. And so it's not only that, it's just completely laden, you know, they help the whole backlash to the trip, the, the the prequels, which we'll come into later in in the series after that comes out. But there's so many Star Wars references. There's so many other movie references. It's, it's just it's got all the good stuff, I think. I think everything's kind of like boiled down into one episode.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree. Watching it this time especially I was like, wow. There that's crazy. I mean, there's some there's like really uh, you know, every, it really runs the gamut the references in this episode because you have, you know, the you have the shining reference where it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that's the shining. Like yeah. it's it's less a reference <laughs> and more of just like uh like a like a family guy style cutaway mm-hmm. gag, you know? Like um with
4: um uh, with Lily Allen's father.
1: Right. Keith yeah.
3: Allen. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> and Alfie Allen.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, Alfie.
0: <laughs> but uh so you go from you run the gamut from that shining reference to what what Simon Pegg actually in the commentary said was the was the most obscure reference in the entire show. But I, I, you know, it was funny because it was playing and I was watching it this time, and I think the last time I had seen it, I hadn't gone on this big uh X-Files binge that I went on um, mm-hmm. in the meantime. And this reference came up with the leash, and then the leash coming back uh empty, and I was like. I've seen that before. It's like, where, why do I feel like that was an X-Files episode? And oh. I like, I was like, I was like, isn't that the one with the, where, 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 uh, Dana has a dog and she has like, she just like randomly has a dog for an episode. And then it gets eaten by the Loch Ness monster. And then I looked it up and I was like, that is that. I was like, wow, weird. I wonder if that was like actually did, a reference to that. And did then Mulder tell, tell her <laughs> that the Loch Ness monster ate her dog and she just assumed that that's what happened. Did he just take no, her word she for thinks, it? No, she thinks it's an alligator. We know that it was the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, the that's Smarties. How because
2: we believe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <Right. laughs> and then that way, we are strong. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so the episode's Quagmires from the season three. It's a good right. episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so like, just really obscure yeah. reference. Like, it just really runs the gamut. Yeah, and I and I, agree, I I I really agree with Scott emotionally
3: about that. Even though I I mean that that X Files thing went totally over my head, but you know, yeah, me too. the 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 the, mo- the moment when they're um, when Simon Pegg is like drawing out the plan. And uh, and Brian says like oh it's five meters like that's impossible and then Nick Frost like it's not impossible I used to jump. and I'm like oh my god they're doing this. and yeah. Yeah. I rem- I remember <laughs> the giddiness that I would feel watching that when I was like a nerdy teenager in like 2008 you know it's really and fun when
2: you when you feel like oh I get these jokes most people don't get these jokes but I get these jokes
3: yeah yeah like <laughs> in the age of in the age of like Big Bang Theory and and, and whatnot it, it, it's kind of easy to forget but i i remember as i remember as a kid being excited when obscene would be in a comic book shop um mm-hmm. i remember i would be like "Ooh, wow and i would try to like see everything and and yeah and and it, it uh, i i kind of likened discovering this show to when uh you know, when I was a kid, I I got when American Idiot came out. I was like in middle school, so I was like the perfect age for that. I'm sorry for exposing my youth to everyone, but uh, and, <laughs> and, um, and then my 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 brother who was in college in the 90s was like, "Oh, dude, if you like that," and then he gave me his copy of Dookie on 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 <laughs> on CD, and I remember being like, "Whoa, this kind of weirdly even speaks to me more," and that's kind of what Spaced felt like was mm-hmm. I was so in love with Dawn with Sean of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and then I got to find their first album and mm-hmm. Yeah, it, exactly
2: mm-hmm. because it feel you get all the emotional like joke beats references that you get in his bigger productions but they're still but here they're in their infancy, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. I remember sending uh, th- talking to this guy like online about this and I'm like like I wouldn't be surprised if doing chaos is what prompted him to want to do Baby Driver because it's a chaos. It's it's a it's a it's a crime film. It's got something, you know, all the moving pieces and everything moving around, and it's just got that sort of, you know, it's got that resonance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the so the the opening bit with uh with Minty, um, <laughs> and uh, and his dog, right, Gr- 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 or Gramps-y or whatever, Grampsy, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it, th- this is obviously like a, this is like a visual like reference to clerks, which yeah, I, think I was going to say, really it, fun. It, it, it's a shame that
3: the, um, the commentaries were scheduled differently because I was like, man, this is the most Kevin Smith part of, of, of the show. I know. Mm-hmm. I
0: feel like we would have heard him cry if he had been yeah. on that commentary. No. Yeah. Uh, that gritty like
2: security camera thing. Yeah. It's, it mm-hmm. very much is. Yeah, you know what? Because well, it even I got from, even puts
0: up the titles like uh, like clerks, you know. So
2: <laughs> I got uh, from this one
4: this bit. I got lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. That's the feeling that I got through because oh, right, I was in yeah. I was in British mode, right? So mm-hmm. uh, oh, and, and lock, stock came out mm-hmm. uh, a year or so before this.
0: It uh, was something about Minty and his dog standing out front of a convenience yeah. store. Is what yeah, yeah, made no, me think of clerks.
3: And just the black and white of
0: it, I think. Right,
3: well, yeah. yeah when you guys your, say your clerks, I, point, I totally you know, get it.
2: That that very very only you can only find this sort of story in you know in England, mm-hmm. you know. And it, yeah, it. and it's the voiceover. It's Bill mm-hmm. Bailey's voiceover,
1: right? Yeah,
2: they it, do that a, a <laughs>
4: bit in Lockstock.
1: Yeah, it's oh, sort of about right. like a local. It, it's, I, a, okay.
3: yeah. it's about like a local street urban legend
0: mm-hmm. that everyone kind of knows about. Right, it's yeah. like that urban. I think mythology it's probably it's some loves. kind of combination of the two or something. Yeah, because um, yeah, I totally see the Lockstock thing now that you're saying it. There's an incredible um, scene in his King Arthur
3: movie that came out this year where King Arthur is being interrogated by like the local sheriff. And and they're like, Where's Dan? Like, which Dan? Like, earless Dan, shoeless Dan, brown Dan, be specific, George. And I was like, Oh my God, he's doing it in a King Arthur movie. This is amazing. <laughs> so many Dan's.
2: And it was the highlight of the movie. But, but I'm just, um, I just, I love the punchline of the whole thing where he's like, Oh, it's terrible. He got his knees bit off. Like, yeah, but he used the money to buy new knees. I mean, <laughs>
1: Yeah. That was,
2: that's, that's, <laughs> I mean to me that seems like a very British humor thing. It's mm-hmm. it's uh-huh. it all it's all out in a wash, you know, it all it balances out. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we meet Bilbo uh in this episode. Um we do. played by the, the great uh, Bill Bailey, which when when Daisy walks in and starts comparing her ex relationship with uh her her sandwich toaster, um <laughs> I I just And Bill Bailey's just like, because, you know, every other time that she's told the story, Tim is like, skip to the end, because she (laughs) tends to sort of like wander around. Um, And and so here, she just wanders because Bill Bailey's really polite. And he's just like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, <laughs> like she's it's, saying something really
4: profound, and oh, it's yeah.
0: just it was just yeah. ma- it makes me cry with laughter every time. Just focusing on him and how interested he is in her con, in her little uh, wandering uh, conversation is really oh so good. Bill Bailey's the best. He's great. <laughs> I really like yeah.
3: the um the comics that they're holding. look specific to. Like the UK to me. And I only say that because they look unfamiliar to me as an American. Uh, Is it Toastman? What are they?
4: Let me. Uh, I, could, I could see Simons. I couldn't see.
3: They're like magazine sized.
0: Bills. Yeah, they're probably like, what, like a 2001 and a something. I'm going to get clicking because I'm going to try and find it. Oh, cool. Something oh, like
3: I watched this on Hulu, by the way. It was the first episode yeah. I've seen on Hulu because I left my disc at Hunter's house, our last guest.
4: Yeah, I, when, when oh, like, he has I a 2000AD. Okay. I don't, so, yeah, I don't so, it, so Tim's reading a 2000AD, mm-hmm. which will be Judge Dredd or something like that. Right. Uh, I can't... I don't think we get a shot where you see Bilbo's. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Oh, yeah. He, he, he's got Judge Dredd too. So they're both reading 2000AD.
3: Oh, they're
0: reading oh, okay. it so they can talk about it later. Well, <laughs>
3: no. bless <Yeah>. their
0: hearts. <laughs> um, then we get... Uh, we. Wh- I, I also... I really love... This is like probably my my favorite just like stupid reference in this episode um is when uh you know they're looking at they're taking turns looking at colin and tim is grimacing oh, yeah. and 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 she's like i don't understand how you can't like this dog like it's so sweet and he's like yeah that's how it starts oh, and then yeah. there's the running and screaming <laughs> and I was and I just like, really, the lost world, really, yeah I, was like, I yeah. love this show <laughs> yeah. and but he
4: nails it. he nails the pause the like the breathful pause that, uh-huh. that uh, Ian Malkin
3: is talking end to to rewind <laughs> just a bit, i guess I, I i everyone knows this bit, but i I would be remiss if we didn't bring it up that there's also uh in the comic book shop the line where Simon Pegg famously says that every odd numbered Star Trek film is shit, yeah, and oh,
2: he yeah. turns up in episode eleven, so uh
0: that they said they said that that was true but this came out before the 10th star trek movie yeah. and then that like ru- that ruined the whole the whole joke was <laughs> mm-hmm. wasn't the only um, thing they, is, is he next, saying
4: it also cuz this is an odd numbered episode is it like a, a oh, is it maybe. like a That's interesting. A little
3: joke and that it's know. like when uh, that, it's possible. like an x men apocalypse when jean gray walks out of return of the jedi and says that every third movie is shit and it was yeah. supposed to be shade on the Last Stand, but it ended up just being about the movie she was in. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a but bummer. I feel
3: like I feel like
4: that one was supposed to be yeah, but our movie is not, right? Aren't but you guys yeah, having yeah, so is. much fun right
3: now? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wink. All right. Anyway, back to the back to the show, guys. Back to the show. <laughs>
0: um. So, uh, the the bit we brought up the the shining thing, but yeah. I want to specifically mention because one of the things we've been doing is picking up pre references, mm-hmm. uh, things that um they're like first drafts of stuff that they would deal later deal with in the Cornetto trilogy. Right. And so one of those things is uh, Tim's stepdad and his relationship with his stepdad, <laughs> and and that's all dealt with heavily in Shaun of the Dead. And so I yeah. I was interested to see that come up here.
3: You know, I read Nerd Duel his auto his his, his auto his memoir. I forgot which one mm-hmm. is appropriate. For
1: I did as well. Uh, yeah,
3: and I can't remember because I I thought about that. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he talked about having a stepdad like in his life. I think he. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't he know, did, know. and so, I I think he even. Reference the fact that he was, uh, again, Shaun of the Dead of the Dead, and just like anything that Simon Pegg has worked on, he tends to like, especially the early stuff, he would say like, yeah, I, I kind of just wrote what would happen in my life and then just imagine what I would want to happen to the people that <laughs> I, I had seen, I, I had felt had wronged me and would just yeah. write that into a script. Like um, in, uh, in
3: in last week's episode when Tim shoots uh Dwayne and the and the Nards and he goes flying through the air. I I was like I felt more catharsis for like 20-something Simon Pegg than like Tim. Because yeah. like, oh he probably like really that was probably really uh <laughs> right. vindicating for him.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah so if I remember correctly in his autobiography he he mentions uh that he he doesn't he doesn't wish that he could you know kill his stepdad with a shovel or whatever. Um <laughs> So. It's an exaggeration. Yeah,
4: Spielberg is yeah. it for, for the art.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, this bit where they watch uh the trilogy, and I love the line of like three good Star Wars movies later, um, which <laughs> oh, yeah, on the, on the is so the funny because it's a it's a post-joke because when they were filming it, Phantom Menace hadn't come out yet. Uh so it's only a joke in post because uh-huh. you know, while they were editing it, Phantom Menace was released and they're like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean that was also a
2: very bold I move would. to like just assume because Phantom of was so bad which it, i mean it was really bad but the, the rest of them are going to be bad so it's like because it feels like maybe because we you know hindsight because you just sort of lump them all together but it's almost like you know three good three good star wars movies later like yeah except for the next three crappy ones
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right right um, this bit with the with the gunner on the star destroyer again feels like another. I mean, it's obviously a Star Wars mm. reference, but it feels like another Clerks thing. Yeah, because yeah, it feels that's right. like the conversation about the um, the Return of the Jedi, you know, Death Star two uh, workers. Oh man, Jeff Anderson delivering
3: Edgar Wright dialogue would be so so groovy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: if only he was still an actor. I know, and, right? Uh,
4: but but I like I like how Simon Pegg plays it cuz he plays it like intentionally smug. Yeah. yeah like he's yeah. like, "Well, oh, let me tell you."
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and oh, it, and- it's so cool that you bring up Tim's smugness because I think this was the episode that I really I, I think I cracked why I love Brian so much as a character. And oh, yeah. and I think it's because he's an artist and he he was presented in the pilot to be very like pretentious, but he he is he he absorbs life with such a hunger, with, with everything with such interest. Like if you mm. Brian goes into every situation, really like like whether it's like meeting the dog or watching Star Wars movies, he'll find or holding a little or holding a gun. There's a moment where he's, and he's like, it's so cold. Like he, <laughs> he's very intense he's, about it. He's a really like he has no shield. And I just really like how he lets everything affect him. Like he doesn't roll his eyes at star Wars. He's like actually trying to like work it into his way of seeing like, <laughs> he's he's like, crying. like, like he has he's no preconceived yeah. notions
2: of a new thing until he actually tries the thing. He's not like, I don't assume I'm not going to like that. I'm just going to do it anyway, because
0: why not?
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and he also,
0: he, he gives us our second Jurassic park reference, uh, talking about chaos uh, theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, also the uh, titular uh, piece of dialogue. Indeed. Um, so and the Yubnubs. There we go. Yeah. That well, uh, the, well, the version of the Yubnubs. Yes, the re-recording. <laughs> right, Re- <laughs> right. Edgar Simon and Nick uh, doing impressions of Ewoks. <laughs> uh, that was that must have been
4: fun Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I right. assume they either just didn't want to pay for the proper one or just couldn't. Or whatever. Yeah,
0: they they couldn't. That's the irony of series two. They got. All the entire catalog of sound effects and music from Lucasfilm and it was after useless. series one because right. because they all loved series one and then and then series two is just joke after joke about how, how shit Star Wars is now. <laughs> <laughs> but with
2: official music and Would sound be- effects. License, <laughs> lightsaber effects, yeah. and everything.
0: Oh, uh, um, it's amazing. Um but uh, yeah, so I, I, I need to bring up I, I want to bring up Jaffa Cakes. Uh, <laughs> because everyone looks at uh, Neil, yeah. Well, no, no, I don't like but, him. I oh, you don't like him? Okay. No, I don't like him. Um, so, so it came, it, it, they they brought it up and they they you know celebrate about uh for cakes in his coat pocket,
3: yeah. Um, your mom, your mommy, I, your daddy, let's go play, let's go kabad, keba, keba, kabaddy, yes,
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys know what kabaddy is? Nope, no, no. <laughs> it's very bizarre. It's okay. it's an Indian sport that for some reason made it over onto the UK TV uh, back back in the day. And uh, I think it was Channel 4 picked it up. So this uh, th- this is also on Channel 4. Oh, so maybe cool, a Channel 4 thing. Um, and yeah, it's an this, this Indian sport where you get two teams, uh, each on one half of the pitch. So you've got your own half. And then each team takes it and tends to send one of their guys to raid the other team. And... The, the raider has to go across, he has to hold his breath, and while he's holding his breath, he has to touch members of the other team. And if he touches someone, he gets a point point. and he only gets the point if he makes it back successfully while still holding his breath onto his own side. And to prove that he's holding his breath, they have to say over and over again, Kabaddi. So you just get Kabaddi, 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 And that's without <laughs> breath, that's how, you know, they're holding their breath. Uh, that's
1: wow. very amazing. There you go.
2: (laughs) Sounds like Red Rover on steroids.
0: It sounds like it sounds like a Japanese game show. Um, (laughs) What what will have happened?
2: Tim will have been
4: uh, spaced, shall we say, and and will be watching this on the TV as you do. You know, when you just space and you just watch any kind of crap that comes on. So he, he will at that time he will have been doing that, which is what at the time I would have been doing because. I was probably a few years younger than these guys. What do you think these guys are? Like mid-20s, early-20s? Yeah. yeah. Early
0: mid-20s, 20, uh, yeah, 20, 23, tw- 23 to 25-ish, If I'm not like mistaken,
3: that. I think Daisy mm. says she's 23 at one point in the season. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. So I would have been 20, 21. So same age. And, and you know, out, out of uni in London where they are. Uh, living in a flat with a couple of friends, doing pretty much the same stuff that <laughs> these guys are doing. <laughs> Watching Kabaddi and getting spaced. Oh man! Um, but yeah, back to Jaffa cakes. Sorry, Scott.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Jaffa cakes. So I had always, I'd always been curious because they they come up a lot in Spaced specifically. <laughs> with to, to um, you,
3: it to you, it, it it might as well be like blue milk. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um and and so like I hear it and I was like Jaffa cakes, weird. And then in the commentary, remember uh in the I think it was like the first or second episode's commentary, Daisy uh I'm sorry, not Daisy. Um Je- <laughs> Jessica. Um Je- Jessica Siemens. Yeah. She she, des- she describes uh Jaffa cakes to Kevin Smith. And it sounded like a, this, just this terrible thing. I was like, "That <laughs> sounds, that sounds horrible. Why would anyone want that?" And then I went to my grocery store the other day, and there's like an international section, and in the uh, English section, there are um, uh, digest, digestives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wine gums, and jaffa cakes.
4: <laughs> the English section.
0: So that's I, it though. That's so, all is there. Uh, no, no, no. There's other stuff <laughs> too, but, but those specific,
3: yeah. There's some also tea sitting bags. on a shelf, um, Paddington bear. Is there some smooth <laughs> yeah. pickle? Hello. Uh,
0: there was uh, a yeah, builders, builders, like. builder's tea. That oh, was, yeah. that was there. Um, so anyway, so I, I bought a pack of Jaffa cakes cause I had to know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they are, I don't usually like citrus with, baked like sweet baked goods. Um oh, yeah. not my favorite Five. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like I don't like uh what I don't if like like lemon what if it was lemon oil. uh yeah. meaning yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not with baked goods. Not with baked <laughs> oh, goods. Not with baked goods. Oh, so you don't like like um, lemon
3: pound cake or like lemon loaf? No. Uh,
0: no. no, no, no. I think that's I love stuff like that. Like no. lemon bars and stuff. Mm. I I think it's uh-uh. disgusting. Um I so I tried this knowing that I don't like that and while I don't, I wouldn't say that I l- love them. <laughs> I, I did. I wasn't like completely turned off and disgusted by them. I, they, <laughs> I think they're. I think they're okay. Like they're not. They're not. They're not terrible. It's not going to ever be a go-to snack for me. Scott, have you I'm ever tried fish that? Fingers I fingers and custard.
3: Uh,
0: I have not because that's not real. Yeah. I mean, um, it can be. It can be, but it's not a real thing that people eat. There's a lot wow. of YouTube videos of little teenagers that say otherwise, Scott. Well, those people are ridiculous, mm-hmm. uh, but we love them because they listen to the doctor. was literally, it, it's literally, <laughs> literally a thing a guy made up to sound like the most revolting thing ever. <laughs> um, the there was whole a whole joke.
4: De- there was a big debate in the UK about whether they're actually
2: cakes or biscuits because uh, they're presented in, the fish in f-
0: fingers and custard
2: the jaffa cakes
0: oh but, jaffa cakes yeah don't oh. they yeah, have to so, like
2: call them cakes for tax purposes
4: that's right yeah but they're presented more like a biscuit
2: yeah it's like a cookie right in the it's way like a, soft they're in a cookie with like i don't i like the orange jelly in it I'm, i mean it's it's
0: oh so you've had a jaffa cake
2: i grew up in england i spent about three years there when oh. i was a kid and i've had Not a the only number of,
3: that
0: hasn't a jaffa cake
2: apparently <laughs> nick you are the only one
0: Wow, you live happened. in LA. You could probably Aww. find Jaffa cakes. But it's
2: like How? it's the fact that the jelly is like in such a small amount. It's just like a little thin layer. Like if those jelly sticks that are just chocolate covered jelly, I don't like those at all. Those are gross. Yeah. But the thin layer of it, that's what I'm fine with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wish there was and I know that the Jaffa is the orange. Like I know that's where the name comes from. So mm. the I even just the idea of what I'm about to suggest uh, is just like wrong. Um but I wish there were jaffa cakes that were like different flavors. Like I wish there was like a raspberry jam jaffa cake or something. Have you
3: had a jammy oh. dodger?
0: I have had jammy dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Have not had that either? Well,
0: no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the jammy dodger.
3: I
4: think that I think they did do some varieties of jaffa cakes. I'd Neil, have to have Neil a look. I don't just hate mean, all uh, kinds of fruit. They'll be Yeah. No, I don't I I'm not a fan of I, I, lo- I love fruit. I love fruit uh-huh. on its own, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and there are certain exceptions. I think banana works with cakes and other things, mm-hmm. but
0: I agree. Anything
4: citrusy? Yeah, uh, no, forget about it. I don't want it, and uh, I don't want it on <laughs> my.
2: I don't want it on my pizza. I grew I up in my I my agree the South, after <laughs> mostly, and if you can't, you can't go to any function without being some sort of lemon pound cake or orange something. Yeah, I don't like that. There's nothing this. but yeah, citrus I mean, yeah. and baked goods everywhere. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't.
0: A metaphor like for the south. Just, the, sweet, just the smell better. of it. Just, just the smell of it. I don't like. Um, mm.
4: Do you guys have the? So there's the other biscuit that's in this episode is the chocolate bourbon. Do you guys no. have that one?
0: No, I don't know what that is.
4: Uh so that's the one that uh, that Marsha passing around when right. Tim's explaining the heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those little I, I
0: assume they were like brownies or something. Like I wasn't. I didn't know.
4: Oh yeah, that's a that's a. So bourbon. It's. I think it's actually spelt the same as bourbon
2: the yeah liquor, but yeah i i, I think i, I sent you a picture that i was eating some of those like uh i don't know a month or two ago because every time i come right. across something british i'm like look neil british stuff ha <laughs>
0: click <laughs> yeah thanks for all
2: those george you're welcome <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: but these are these i do like because I, I i do like chocolate so th- these were right right up in the wheelhouses, you guys uh
2: i mean they're not as the good ponds. as doing the tim tam slam but whatever yeah, that's an Aussie thing. You I know, know, but you know what? I'm multicultural. Fair um,
0: enough. So uh, freelance vivisectionist. <laughs> that's a job. <laughs> Everyone needs to make up a living. Uh, I mean, I guess that's just chaos theory, right? It's just like, yeah, because... Um, you know, j- like the, the whole thing of like, well, I don't want to get, I don't want to get up. So like, you know, somebody, Brian can go get the Jaffa cakes. Well, since Brian's getting the Jaffa cakes, you can take the dog out. Well, I don't want to take the dog out. Well, I took the thing out and he's getting mm-hmm. the Jaffa cake. So you take the dog out. And then he, because he takes the dog out, he runs into that guy who steals Colin. and just, the idea of like the, that, that chaos theory actually happens and then gets paid off again with the stupid makeup bag that
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that twist brings along oh i, I just uh-huh. i love that the chaos theory just kept it coming back fits. i thought that was really good it all fits. yeah i really love that <laughs> yeah really no this
3: i don't think i know it, it's weird that we're like 40 minutes in and i haven't said this yet but this is this is my favorite episode so far see <laughs> during right yeah during it makes the sense it's, it's, it's what was
4: the funny best, is like the best when we were one talking
2: about like the, the, episode. the episodes and i suggested this one you i, I felt like when you were asking like why do you like that one so much i was like wait i mean i have my opinions but is there some like universal thing that says chaos is the worst episode of space so i was like i, oh, like, no. I don't get that at all like scott you and your no, friends. No, no, no.
0: No, I was just I was just curious because no one else had requested it. That's, Which is that's baffling all. because
2: this is like so it's a good episode. here's one of the reasons yeah. I knew I liked it so much was after I watched, you know, got through all the season one and someone would say, Hey, if you've seen space, every reference I could think of at the top of my head was from this episode.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Well, I, I think I, it's the first episode that they really were brave enough to let loose with some of these kind of more yeah, cutting uh, fantastical loose plot and elements, really right? leaning into their, mm-hmm. their, their, their 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 skid. I guess you could say it is. They, the, yeah, yeah, I agree.
4: And you got to, you know, when you when you a writing pair first kind of putting it together, you, you're trying to sell it to the networks, and I think you got to play it safe for the first few, for sure. And and this was just them finding their feet. I think.
3: Yeah, it, it really—it almost by the time they get to the the caper part, uh, it, it it almost feels like the first time you see the Scooby Gang out and about,
1: like
3: mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I or, or, or like the study group in Community, where it's like, oh, I love this team, I love these people together. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- there's this moment when during again during that that planning scene, uh Marsha's yeah. passing around the plate of of treats, and. Yep. The, there's that a yeah, but sorry, <laughs> oh, I didn't even you. want to try and say it. Uh, he, the uh, the Brian goes for the one that it's already in Twist's hand, <laughs> yeah, and then sees his social faux pas. Then goes for the plate, but it's already out of his reach, so he just doesn't get a cake. And yeah. it was just such a lovely little bit of. These character and like I I love twist in this episode.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, DJ NY
2: so warfare range.
0: <laughs> Job of the princess, like <laughs> yes, yeah. right,
2: it's like yes, so
0: good. And the thing
2: uh, is, that's like a little commentary on nerdism as it is. It's like, oh, you don't you don't know the jokes, you don't know the inside stuff. So watching a show comprised of almost nothing but inside references, and they have like mm-hmm. the little like you a know, sacrificial lamb who doesn't get the inside references. I love that sort of like a little meta commentary on nerd culture is in in general. It's like, Oh, you go for, yeah, yeah, that's a princess. You'll never figure it out.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring up my two favorite things that Mike does in this episode. Um, (laughs) Other than the, other than the, the, the jumping fences that are no bigger than two meters. Um, uh, other, other than that, I love the joke where Tim goes, Mike, I'll see you at 22 hours. Everyone else, 10 (laughs) (laughs) o'clock. Um, Mike's on the 24-hour clock. I also
3: love the little running joke <laughs> of uh, whenever Mike is mentioned, even though he's already introduced everyone,
2: he'll just stop and tell me, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like uh, it like when, because you talk about Twist's makeup bag, and she's like, oh, where's mm-hmm. my makeup bag? There'll be lots of makeup in the laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she's going <laughs> <quite> to <a> stock up. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
0: And then, and then uh, when they're all laughing, and Mike wipes away tears with his gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, right in his eye,
4: sure. just
0: magical. I, it's it's a it's an incredible, and you can tell in the commentaries that like they've seen that because they're they're the commentaries are are kind of funny because a lot of times it's just them just like watching something that happens is like, ah, look at this. Ah, so funny. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, you know, you get a little bit of inside baseball, but not a lot. It's mostly them like watching the show for the first time in years and just, mm. you know, reference like, ah, that's so funny. But you could tell that they all already like laughed for the, you know, <laughs> their enti- an entire life's worth about him wiping tears away with his gun yeah. because they make no reference to it in either commentary. Um, but Can you imagine how much they so laughed funny. when
4: they were making these? I mean, oh, I can't been, even yeah. imagine.
0: Yeah, it must have
4: been hard to actually uh, make them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Keep a straight face with these things, especially Brian, because um, Brian is so straight faced the entire time.
0: Yeah, and
4: the oh, yeah. people must be creasing up around him.
0: Yeah, well, and Mark on the on the on the commentary. I mean, he literally barely talks because he's just. I just imagine him in the room trying to decipher the episode while everyone is talking around him he's just watching (laughs) because they'll just pipe up every once and be like oh yeah that was uh i remember that shirt was itchy (laughs) <laughs> just <laughs> and then that would be it. Like it just okay. Thanks, Mark.
3: Yeah, um, you know, the same thing kind of <laughs> happened when they had Julia Deakin on. It 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 was mm-hmm. as 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 much as you can tell. They all have genuine affection for each other. It, it at a mm. certain point, there's only so much. Like you know, okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna listen. You know, right?
0: Yeah. Like I think they were. I think they at one point they asked Mark. They were like, "So, how did you get involved with the show?" And he goes, "Well." I auditioned and I got the job.
1: <laughs> that was like the
0: whole story. Okay. Sometimes it's just
2: that simple. It's not like a Harrison Ford doing carpentry in right. the building and getting pulled in to read, you know, it's not uh, that complicated. Of just, I, got, I got the job.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. um, and then uh, I, I have to point out, this is the first time that I realized that when they're, when after, Tim has saved Colin and, and the the kittens. Uh, yes, because, that, hmm. that's a great he's,
3: reveal when he turns that he's just holding age page. <laughs>
0: because he's a cat person, which <laughs> is what you find out basically at, in this episode is that Tim's a cat person. Um, and w- he's got Colin on his back. Like in a little in a little thing, and I w- this is the first time watching this that I realized that was an Empire reference. Oh like yeah, like them them all running with, <laughs> and he has Colin on his back. I was like, oh, he's he's Chewy, and that's I'm oh, I see. I'm
4: surprised that he didn't do a somersault or something. Yeah, <laughs> he did something like that.
0: I
3: I, I do yeah. just want to say that I I was very critical of the Colin plot line last week but i mm-hmm. i don't want anyone to think that that has anything to do with my opinions on colin? on colin or mm-hmm. ada the actress um oh. and the,
0: the this, adorable dog she oh unbelievably she, adorable dog she
3: wrecks fucking house every <laughs> shot that she's in
2: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> sometimes the that, dogs yeah.
2: are the best actors they they are the best actors <laughs>
3: Yeah, that that moment when he when Colin does the little side head thing in the cage, but now Tim likes it. It weirdly they make those two, they make it feel earned for some
2: reason. I know. This is a good <laughs> job of building up Tim's. Anti- he just they're just like oh, he's a cold blooded killer. It's, you know, just the yeah. building Ticking time up, bomb of like death. How much he hates dogs, and then <laughs> you sort of like get to that moment,
0: and that it just builds up, and the payoff is so worth it. It's great. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Colin, I I think yeah, I mean, you asked me last week where Colin ranks in the pantheon of uh dog companions uh for me. Mm-hmm. Uh and and I have to I I think I, you know, I said that I thought Colin was at the top of the list for me, at the top of the heap. I think after this episode rewatching this, I'm like, yeah, Colin's the best. Just the wow. best dog. Uh I just Ah, Colin slash Ava is just like the greatest dog in it. the history of dogs. Just amazing.
4: This uh, so when they're watching the, the Star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. and uh, and Daisy's on the couch and she's just got the duvet over her yeah. and Colin having a little cuddle <laughs> yeah. sleep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <fun>. Yeah, <laughs> he's that kind of uh. dog. He's very kind of docile. I mean, just mm-hmm. he will uh. just do whatever.
3: <laughs> it's oh, so good. And according to IMDB, uh the moment where uh Daisy runs mistakes another schnauzer for Colin, that is actually uh Colin's mom.
1: Oh yeah, oh, is that right? Wow. Yeah. Oh that's uh, nice.
0: I love that. They mentioned <laughs> that in the commentary. That's nice. Um and then I, um, I I love I love that last shot, the uh the American Werewolf in London shot. Um uh-huh, yes, with, the, yeah. with the return of Gramsci. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's so many yeah, it, it, in
0: this one. yeah it just stunned. loaded
3: it's like a great 30 rock episode where it's just so much yeah
2: exactly mm-hmm. like they do they don't waste a single frame there's got to be something in everything and it, there's layers there's like the big stuff there's the just smaller stuff and they get all the way down to you know a crocodile what even a crocodile you know it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's the deep cuts that are also there for everyone who's who's you know either going to look it up or just happens to catch that, you know, one little sense memory of the leash came back empty. What? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Um, great episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys could, uh, could join us. Do you have any, do you have any final uh, thoughts on, on the episode or spaced in general um, before uh, we let you guys go?
2: Go on, George. I mean, I, it's like I said, like Nick said, this is this is one of the best. If like like I said, it's not one of the most popular, but I feel like it is one of the best episodes of of at mm-hmm. least the first season. And I'll I'll finish season two, and I'll tell you. About <laughs> it, I'll <finish laughs> season two. Such a
4: hardship.
0: It, she George, lost weight and got blonde. It just threw me, man. It just threw me. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, oh, that's a, it's like oh, I'm it like, oh, they change. did
2: that, and that was like a weird like. Is that like a oh, this first season did good. Now she's got to like lose twenty pounds and dye her hair. And I know that. No, I, I
0: think she just wanted to. Well, that I'm, too. I'm but at the same certain. time,
2: it's like still buying into the whole Hollywood thing, and you just I don't know you I feel guess. like sometimes British shows are a little more insulated than that. And so it was just it was disappointing disappointing.
0: Did she say uh I I'll be honest, it was such a horrifying conversation that I was tuning out most of it uh Nick, but when she was talking about breastfeeding on the set, was that during <laughs> series 1? Yeah, well there was there was a there was a commentary where where Kevin Smith was asking her questions about breastfeeding and she was very awkwardly trying to like be nice but also trying to change the subject <laughs> and he kept I I
3: I I said it, it before. Back. It's like every <laughs> like conversation oh, okay. that a girlfriend and the guy's best friend have had like at a party
0: yeah yeah like um that. but yeah what was what was what was that was that another set that she was on or was that during series one
3: I want to say that it was like post spaced but okay maybe because I can't remember how that. many how how long was the gap between seasons was it like a regular gap two, or was years. It two years two years okay well then may be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense because why sure. would they be talking about it?
0: Yeah. Um so she might have she might have been like pregnant in the first season and that's why. Well, maybe. Or like what who had just been pregnant, I guess. Um, of
2: that. I don't know. Yeah. But it just the way it looked, event. you know. And they did it. they yeah. explained it well. Yeah, she was in Thailand and she you know, got son and did the whole touristy thing.
0: I, yeah. get, it. I get it. But it just yeah. threw me. And they made, they pregnancy. made they made lots of they make lots of jokes about how she's gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> which i i just like i I don't know i'll i'll talk about it more when we get there but i i think that's a funny way to um,
4: well twist does yeah. it a lot doesn't she in a kind yeah. of passive-aggressive way oh yeah but i mean, yeah, well, she I even just does, does it mindlessly it
0: yeah yeah, yeah i mean for, kind of a monster <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean for me
4: i mean this You know, this—it's one of those series where I'm actually glad they only did two. I mean, you know, these guys went on to do bigger and bigger and better things, but I'm glad that it was only two uh, because it—it's now a nice isolated little thing, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's—it didn't get ruined by doing three, four, and five. Right. Uh, And and it's uh yeah, it—it's just one of those series where it'll always be very fondly remembered by a certain demographic. I mean, it's obviously has a very targeted audience. Um, it, or it, it has a targeted sweet spot. I think, you know, people can watch this and still find it entertaining without getting the references. Uh, but if you do, if you're in that sweet spot, which, which obviously I was and still am, uh, then it just really is elevated, uh, to, to greatness. But, uh, you know, there are other series that are, that are far more fondly remembered in the UK Mm -hmm. that are just more, I don't know just 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 better for a general audience. You mm-hmm. know like Blackadder or Fawlty Towers and they, they'll mm-hmm. always rank higher than these guys. Uh mm-hmm. if you, if you did a top 10 of British sitcoms these they, these guys for some people would get into that top 10 and for for some people wouldn't whereas mm-hmm. you know Blackadder and Fawlty Towers will always be in the top 2 or 3. Mm-hmm. Right. For pretty much everyone. So well,
3: it's, it's sort of like the difference between the the great you know who's the greatest band and who's your favorite band you know mm. yeah mm.
1: yeah
4: but they these really guys were just up. having they were just having so much fun they were making the show they wanted to see mm-hmm. and that no one else was making uh you know the, at, at the time i can't think of you mean kind of red dwarf was silly silly like that but wasn't about you know wasn't based in reality obviously
1: mm-hmm. uh
4: right. but had that kind of silliness about it sometimes Right. But yeah, this this had the silliness and it had that exaggerated sense of reality, but it was still very much grounded in a reality that that I was, you know, myself living in a place not too dissimilar to this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think if if Space had been made, if Space had been pitched as a series, even I, and I mean maybe maybe not in England, uh, maybe I'm just thinking in terms of America, but like it feels like it should be an animated series. Like a like a cartoon network, like Adult oh, yeah. Swim. Yeah, I can see that.
2: But again, you know? it does have that sort of like kooky character, Three's Company vibe. And and if they, no one would be able to have pitched this without saying, he's eh, kind of like Three's Company, but instead the, he's gay, they think they're together, you yeah. know, and and, and mm-hmm. making the exceptions to make it different and new.
1: Yeah. Mm. It's very similar
3: yeah. to how I remember that first season of having to tell people why they should be watching Community.
1: Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm.
3: and it's like, what's it about? Okay, well, it, it's about a study group. And there's like a guy who like, you know, lied about getting a law degree. But like, that's not really what
2: community is like about. Or the league. Right. If you bring the league up, I don't yes, want to show yeah. about fantasy football. And it's like, if you think it's just about that, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Because it yeah, has nothing good. hardly to do with fantasy football. That is just the framework of the weirdness that goes on.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And honestly, it kind of feels, I mean, uh, watching this episode, especially this episode, I really felt like, oh, this is, has so much effect on what Scott and I have been trying to do with Geek by Night. Uh, mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. And that, that's a difficult show to tell people about. And that's my show. You know, like, mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. people are like, well, what's it about? I'm like, What's about a group of friends that get superpowers? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not one of those. It's kind of, it's, I, I, if I could like empathically touch, you know, it'd like be like Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. I could like maybe be a little better. But yeah, it 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 it's one of those things where words kind of fail
0: with space. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you just stop <laughs> describing the show to people and you let them just think that it's a science fiction show and then <laughs> just, just they're disappointed. Uh,
4: <laughs> uh well I I only had one more note uh, okay. if you don't mind. And that was when, when, they're doing, when they're lining up and they're all in their black outfits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start with Mike and Mike's in his like full, you know, SAS balaclava gear.
1: Yeah.
4: And then you, get to, then you get Brian and Brian's in this amazing, enormous black beret
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> with uh-huh. this black leather jacket. And I just love the different takes on the black outfits. And Brian, that is, that is very Brian.
2: You know, and and, and and twist
3: and twist look look (laughs) fat. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I said, she bought her outfit that day. Open warfare line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that she was like was they in the meeting, all she asked was like all black is 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 like is is chocolate and gray pumps okay? And he's like, Yeah, whatever. And then she goes and buys an outfit because it's not good enough. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Um anyway, uh all right. Well, uh guys, uh I know you're you're not uh, actually releasing episodes uh, currently, but oh, in case hiatus. people yeah. listening to this haven't uh listened to your show yet, uh you know, tell 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 people about it. It's
2: called The Mogwai Minute. It is a minute by minute mm-hmm. breakdown of the 1984 classic Gremlins and we yeah we've we've recorded and dropped all as of august no actually the last monday just the other you know five. thirty,
4: thirty first of. yeah tomorrow. there
2: you go dates anyway night. yeah so that's all being done and we're we have a few things in the pipe we're gonna do for um a hiatus special like you know a couple of special episodes a little one-offs just to keep the feet alive and then we'll be doing the sequel down the road like you know in a few years. Yeah, I'm not committing <laughs> to a time frame yet because I'm still enjoying not having to podcast every freaking weekend. So, um, well, yeah. <laughs> true to form, you could have just someone
3: else do the sequel. <laughs> we could.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
3: so,
4: we'll, we'll be getting onto the sequel in good time. Yeah. But there's a lot of, a lot of treats coming
2: our listeners' ways uh, in the meantime. So, yeah, yeah, keep an eye out for that. The Modline Minute.
0: And if you haven't listened at all, then you've got, you know, you can, over 100 it's, it's episodes. 100% bingeable yeah. now.
2: You can start from the beginning and just crush it.
0: Yeah. And it and it starts with a bang. So you know. <laughs> It does. Yeah. It, does. it really does. Your your early <laughs> episodes are good. Like, they hooked me right <laughs> away. You. They so, are so, good
2: compared you. to most. Yeah. No, no thanks. That's yeah, actually no. nice to hear. Because <laughs> I'm always like, uh, just skip to the double digits. You're fine. But yeah, you know, it, we had an adjustment period in the <laughs> no. first two weeks that I think we.
0: I mean, your adjustment period is literally you guys keep referencing that you don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> but you're doing <laughs> totally fine. We run well, so a copy from the best. That's yeah. what we
4: do. Yeah. <laughs> but then. Then week week three, John Robert
2: Wilson from Fifth Element it joined us, and, yeah. and then it—that's where we feel like it really takes off. Spot. Because once we get yeah. that third dynamic in there, we just sort of like open up. And we both loosen up a little bit and just run into it. But yeah. you know, if you like the first grade, listen to Scott. Yeah, they're awesome. Good. Yeah, it's all good.
0: Yeah. Um All right. Well, uh, thanks guys. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having uh, us on. Yeah. This yeah, is, we'll this definitely is really have fun. to. We'll have to we'll have to get in touch for uh, Shaun of the Dead oh, of when course. we start scheduling it's, that. Uh, oh, you,
2: you, you're, your your trilogy is my dream because those are some of the best movies I've seen in a long time.
0: Um. All right. Cool. Well, uh, you guys can find us at duelinggenre.com, of course, uh, where you can find all kinds of podcasts. Um, and if you're on Facebook, go to uh, join our Facebook group, the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. Uh, You can talk about, uh, you know, us talking about Spaced. And then in October, when we uh, start uh, Shaun of the Dead daily, uh, you'll be able to talk about that. I I imagine it'll be a quieter uh, Facebook group than most because, you know, there's not like a lot of extracurriculars with these. But Mm. um, I'm excited to see what uh, people talk about and, uh, yeah, what that whole – uh, community is going to look like yeah. so. Um, so join up now so you don't miss out. And uh, we will be back uh, in a couple of days with uh, episode six. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
4: I've got some fucking Jaffa Cakes in my coat
1: pocket. Yeah, oh, look, my, Oh, daddy, let's all play kabaddi.